Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hadley's Books, where today I'm going to um, break this episode down into two parts. So the first part of it will be my reviewing my latest uh, read, and that is Memorial, and that is by Brian Washington. And the second half of this um, episode will be me reviewing... um, uh, giving my thoughts and sharing my thoughts on um, the Demi Lovato uh, documentaries and documentary, and that is part one and part two that came out on Tuesday uh, this past week, and then um, the last parts uh, will be coming out this upcoming Tuesday, um, and you can all watch that on YouTube. So anyway, um, let me get right into my thoughts on my last um, read. I finished it this morning, and it's called Memorial by Brian Washington. And I'm just going to give you um, the synopsis of it, and then I'm going to share you my thoughts. So it's, um, Benson and Mike are two young guys who live together in Houston. Mike is a Japanese-American chef at a Mexican restaurant, and Benson's a black daycare work, black daycare teacher, and they've been together for a few years, good years, but now they're not so sure why they're still together. There's the sex, for sure, and the meals Mike cooks for Benson, and while well, they love each other. But when Mike finds out his estranged father is dying in Japan, just as his mother arrives in Texas for a visit, Mike picks up and flies across the world to say goodbye. In Japan, he undergoes an extraordinary transformation. He's discovering the truth about his family and his past. Back home, his mother and Benson are stuck living together in an unconventional, as unconventional roommates. In obscure, an absurd domestic situation that leaves Benson to a deeper understanding of family and himself, Benson be, Benson begins to push forward or out outward, realizing he might just know what he wants out of life and how and have the goods to get it. Both men will change in ways that will either make them stronger together or fracture everything they've ever known, and just maybe. They'll be all okay in the end. Memorial is a funny and profound story about big first loves, family, and all its forms, and becoming who you're supposed to be and the limits of love. So the first thoughts that come to my mind, like the themes that I take away from this book, are relationships, family, and acceptance. Uh, the relationships between um, Mike and Benson and how they kind of go through um, the beginnings of their relationships and how it kind of took downfall and how it kind of turned into an unhealthy relationship um, and how, you know, it gets to, you know, the point where Mike has to pick up and leave and go visit his father, but they're not in a healthy um dynamic but in a healthy spot in their relationship and how they both kind of want to um decide to break away and to break up but 
um, Mike kind of picks up and leaves before a decision is made in that. And then along with the relationships between um, the boys, the boys' separate relationships with their own families, um, because I believe that, you know, how the boys were raised and how Mike was raised at his family, um, his family dynamic has a lot to do with, with how he is in his relationship with Benson and and vice versa, how Benson's was was raised in his relationship with his family um, has a lot to do with how he reacts to certain situations now. Um, and, then, and, then, and how the relationships, how the different relationships grow throughout the book, um, uh, depending on what they've learned about each other and about their their own past and everything and how their family and their relationships can grow um, throughout the story. And then um, family is another um, theme that I take away from this book, the differences and similarities between the two families. Um, the both, both boys grew up with, you know, a mother and a father at some point in their lives, but they both kind of grew up watching their parents have unhealthy relationships and uh they they've both of their parents kind of separated at a young age and and everything and um kind of watching their family dynamics with uh, there's the two separate family dynamics and then coming together as as the couple uh, as Mike and Benson comes together um in their, you know, relationship and everything. And then acceptance. Um, kind of acceptance through all the struggles that each of them have faced. Um, throughout this book, they they have to come face-to-face with a lot of past struggles in their own families and accepting um, their parents' mistakes, forgiving their parents for the mistakes they've made accepting the parents' mistakes, accepting their own mistakes, and, and learning from that, um, and learning from the past mistakes and everything. Um, I found this book very heartwarming um, in a way, and it kind of leaves you kind of with a cliffhanger, kind of not, kind of like an unsettling feeling a little bit, um, because... It doesn't really close up very well. I don't know. Um, I would think that that's my only downfall. It's kind of like the ending. It kind of leaves you with a lot of questions. Um, I don't know if that, you know, if that's purposeful. Whether he wants to write it, write him. Second book from this book. I don't know. Um, I think it wraps. I think it wraps up a lot of questions. Um, so like. I don't know if you can write a second book, but it does leave you with some, like it leaves you with other questions. It wraps up wraps up questions, big questions, but then it leaves you with, with little questions. So I don't know if you can actually write a whole uh, second book based off of you know the answers or whatnot. But who knows? Um, I think it was a very well written book. Otherwise. Um, and everything. I like how, you know, they they talk about, you know, their their family's past struggles and how 
that kind of relates to how they are today. And um, they go back and they, they face their family struggles and they accept, you know, what they were and um, and kind of move on and they grow throughout this book. The growth that these main characters make uh, in this book is pretty powerful pretty um pretty nice to see so anyway that is my thoughts on um memorial i would rate this a four out of five it wasn't a fantastic uh book but it was a nice book it was heartwarming and everything um but and then like how it was written it was kind of there was some parts that were kind of hard to follow um because it kind of goes back and forth between, um, not between the tif- the different characters' point of view. That was easy to follow, but kind of goes back between a present day and past, uh, in in the past. Um, so it's kind of hard to follow in that sense. Um, but other than that, um, it was a really good book. I would I would I would recommend it uh, for sure. So there you have it. Um, I will be reading um, my next book. I will be posting that shortly. And uh, there you have it. And then up next is my thoughts and my opinions on uh, the Demi Lovato uh, documentary. So there you have it. Bye. All right. Hold on. All righty. Now, time for... Uh, to share my thoughts and opinions on um, the Demi Lovato Dancing with the Devil documentary, part one and part two. Um, That came out March 23rd, so if you wanted to catch that, uh, it's available on YouTube, um, and the final parts will be coming out this next Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, which is tomorrow, uh, by the time this comes up, by the time... Um, this podcast comes out, it will be the next day. Um, so anyway, um, first and foremost, like, I've been a fan of Demi Lovato since her Disney days. Um, I love her music. Um, I love how she's been so honest, so open and honest, um, with her fans about her struggles, um, both, you know, professionally, both in her personal struggles, um, with, uh, her eating disorders and her drug and alcohol issues, um, her drug addictions and alcohol addictions, um, she first came out with her eating disorder back in 2011, uh, 2010, 2011, uh, she wound up going to, uh, rehab and getting help for that, and then, um, Things took a turn in 2013, I believe, with um, the other stuff with drug and alcohol, and she went back to rehab and got help uh, with that. And she's been, she had been sober for six years, uh, coming off of that, um, that 2013 um, time in rehab, she had been sober for six years, and so this documentary um, shows. How her team was organized in a way and and controlled in a way for her not to 
relapse and for her not to go down that slippery slope again and how she wound up going down that slippery slope after celebrating six years of of sobriety and how that controlling atmosphere kind of made it unhealthy in a way and uh, made it unhealthy and unhappy for her in a way that um, kind of made her go down or led her to go down a, a different a dangerous and slippery slope of drinking again and, and doing drugs again and everything um in this documentary hits on that exact moment when um she decides to make that decision of not being sober anymore and um kind of goes through those the struggles and how she hid that side of her uh, from her close family and friends that she it was very open that she was drinking again but the other stuff um she hid from her family and friends and so when she actually wound up overdosing um, everyone was shocked her close family and friends were shocked uh, that she was that she had gotten to the point of um of overdosing with with the drugs um and everything and this documentary uh, sh- shows that and shows her uh, part two shows the over the night of the overdose and um what led up to the overdose and the events after um that and i believe the second the part three and four will go into uh, the recovery stage from that on to where she is now but, um, you know, the one thing I admire about her is how, ever since her struggles became known to the public, how she wasn't afraid to share them, how open she was. And it really shows in, in this documentary how raw, heartbreaking, and revealing she actually she is in this documentary um there are parts in this documentary that are very very hard to watch um very very hard to hear um the honesty that she has um with her fans with in this documentary is um i don't know something that i i truly admire from her and you know you see um you know, you see musicians go through these certain kind of struggles before, and they go through them. They come out on the other side. They write music about it, and they move on. Um, but she is actually taking the time and telling her side of the story and letting fans into that. So fans who... And, People out there that are facing those similar situations can have somebody to turn to and to have somebody to look up to in a way because she's coming out of this uh, stronger and a better version of herself and she's learning to become a better version of herself and everything. And so for fans to actually be able to listen to this documentary, watch it and see those struggles that she's facing and seeing how she's overcoming those struggles that fans can can watch that and and um, can overcome their own struggles in a way um and everything and 
there were parts in this documentary that um that really stood out to me and that was um the how like her team was set up during those six years to where uh she she wasn't allowed to kind of derail and how every everybody that came in contact with her was drug tested was this was that you know they were monitoring everybody's food intake what they were what what they were eating uh, when they were eating like and uh, no drugs no alcohol were were around her during these six years and everything the controlling atmosphere which kind of led her become unhappy with herself and everything um and another another prominent moment um in this that i really connected uh to was her relationship with her sister her younger sister um madison and that how um there was a moment back in 2013 when she was using drugs, using alcohol, doing all that stuff, and to the point where her mother was like, I'm not going to let you see your younger sister. Like, we're going to keep your younger sister away from you. And that's kind of what led her to go get help in the first place. Um, well, in the second, the, the second stint in rehab uh, was that. And... The final, the final step in that, which actually led to that six years of being sober and everything, um, was keeping that relationship with her younger sister, um, because that was a wake-up call for her when her parents were like, um, we're, we're going to keep her younger sister away from her. That, that was her wake-up call. And how, you know, she went through the six years and she, she re- relapsed. And when she woke up in her, in the hospital bed, um, after her overdose, she was legally blind. And she really, literally couldn't see her sister, um, her sister was standing right beside her in her bed, and she didn't recognize her, didn't, couldn't see her. And um, that was the most ironic part, you know, in the whole thing where, you know, six years ago, her parents threatened to take, you know, to keep her sister away from her. That was her wake-up call to go get help. And then six years later, she wakes up from an overdose, and she literally can't, couldn't see her sister. Um it was it was heartbreaking to see that, to hear that, um, and to hear you know her younger sister talk about how you know how you know she kind of dealt with everything as well. Um, and watching her sister go through this struggles and everything, uh, it was really really tough to watch and tough to listen to, uh, but really truly a, a must watch. I believe um, for anybody that's ever gone through something similar uh, to this, I think it'll give you a lot of insight. Um, 
a lot of peace, um, everything, and, um, another thing that, you know, kind of went into this, what, another thing that kind of stood out to me was how she was able to kind of live a double life, in a way, um, you know, her, her family and friends knew about the alcohol, knew that they, knew that she was starting to drink again, but didn't know about the, the drugs, the drug part. To the point when she overdosed, everyone was shocked. Um, so, um, you know, I just admire her to be able to even do this documentary. Um, but honestly, knowing, watching her throughout her career so far, I'm really honestly don't expect anything less from her. She's been completely honest about her struggles. Um, completely open, wanting to share her struggles. So, in case she inspires somebody else, in case she can help somebody else through through their own struggles, um, I just didn't expect her to be as honest and as raw as she was. Um, and as honest and as raw as all of her team was, her best friends were a part of this documentary, her sisters were a part of this documentary, her, pa her parents were a part of this documentary, and another thing that she hits on in this, uh, in this part of the documentary was her relationship with her father and her father's struggles, and how that kind of, in a way, her father's struggles became her struggles later on in life. Uh, her father was an alcohol. Uh, an alcoholic. He was addicted to drugs. He was, you know, he had bi bipolar disorder and everything. And all those struggles came up in Demi's life throughout her life. Um, as well, and and how you know how his they showed. Um, she touched upon her relationship with her father, and how non-existent that was, and how. What she kind of resented him uh, for that and everything and how her how his death had an impact on her as well um he died i believe back in 2016 i believe he did uh, his her biological father died back in 2016 or around that time and um and everything and how you know her biological father had an impact in her life as well. Because you don't, you don't, she's never really talked about that side of her, her life before. And to get that insight into that side of her kind of makes sense to where she is now. Kind of understands. It gets a better understanding of her struggles. Um, and where she is now as well. Um, you know, I became a fan of, and people become fans of these people because of their talent and everything. And Demi has a very extraordinary, you know, voice and talent and and everything. And but these are real people, and they have real struggles. And the way that they can open up and share those struggles with with their fans, um, and helps it helps. Because it shows that these, it connects, if celebrities and famous people and talented people can come up and be 
open and honest with their fans. It shows that they are real people. Um, and it makes it makes it a little bit more, I don't know, real in a way. Um, it connects the fans more if they are if these people can be more open and honest uh, with their fans and more relatable in a way um, than just being musicians, being famous, being in Hollywood. Um, so I think that that's, you know, a special, special thing that Debbie Lovano has with her fans is this, is this relatable aspect of her um, being so open and honest and everything about her struggles. Um, and another thing, you know, she's starting to write music again and watching this documentary, you know, you, um, when the overdose happened, I was shocked and heartbroken. Um, I didn't know, like, really what to think. Um, I didn't know that she was, like, going down that path again, so, like, it was heartbreaking as a fan to watch um, that happen. But, you know, as a fan to, I, you know, there are fans that have watched it all happen. And so we weren't going to give up on her. We weren't going to give up on her. We didn't give up on her then. We're not going to give up on her now. So, you know, we're like, she's going to get through this. She's going to go back to writing music everything like that she she got through it she's back to writing music and everything like that but now watching the documentary back you realize how lucky we are to actually have to have the new music out because if we didn't know how close we were to actually losing her and to know how close we were to actually losing her it makes this new music uh that much more special that much more meaningful um and she's writing about her struggles in her music which is it makes it more impactful makes it more um powerful more meaningful more inspiring and everything and so you know as fans that have followed her from the very beginning it's in each in each thing that's happened in her life and everything it makes her music that much more special, um, that much more relatable, that much more inspiring, uh, and special, just overall special. And so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the last parts of the documentary and seeing how far in her journey since, um, since that moment, back in 2018, since her overdose, and watching how far she's come. Since then, I'm, I can't wait to watch it. Um, I'm hoping that it'll be a little bit more uplifting. Um, but who knows? Um, I expected nothing. You know, everything about the documentary has blown me away so far. So I'm looking uh, forward to watching the, the next parts for sure. Um, so there you have it. And I hope you catch three, uh, part three and four of the documentary out on YouTube, um, March, I believe, uh, 30th, March 30th comes, uh, part three and four 
of um, the Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato um, documentary, and I will be reviewing those. Hopefully, I will have a document. Uh, I will have a podcast out on Friday uh, for that. And I will be picking up my next read. Um, I haven't fully decided what that will be yet, but I will be posting that shortly as well. So, and remember, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Hadley Books. I uploaded a, I'm launching a new website um, that will have my podcast and like blogs and everything all on one pod, all on one website. And that's still at HadleyBooks.com. So I will be, um, Monday when this episode comes out will be the first day, uh, for that website. So you can go check that out. Uh, it will have my podcast. So you'll be able to listen to my, my, you'll be able to listen to my podcast and read my reviews all in one area. Um, so you'll, so that website is called hadleybooks.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at hadleybooks at hadleybooks. And remember, Uh, The best leaders are readers. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.